It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, friends? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Yersetti with you guys here on Labor Day Monday. It's hard to believe it is already here, and we are now six days away from the start of the regular season. I can't believe it is officially game week, and we are here talking about the 53-man roster. It is pretty much set. Uh, They made their final cuts on Saturday. Uh, made a couple waiver claims on Sunday and started building their practice squad on Sunday as well. So we've got a lot to get into here in kind of dissecting the 53-man roster. So we will start. We'll just jump right into it. Uh, and, of course, welcome to everybody out there, new followers. Or if you are a new follower, thank you for tuning in and giving me a shot. Hopefully we have a, a great season together and for you uh, old school listeners, always glad to have you back for another year. So very excited to have you guys along for the ride. But let's get started. Let's uh, let's jump into the uh, first the initial cuts for the Panthers on Saturday, where they waived 23 players and released two other players. That got them down to 53 players. And one of the notable, uh, one of the more interesting cuts that I thought that came from Saturday was the cut of running back Reggie Bonifen. Um, Of course, we had talked about the running back position and the possibility that he could be, uh, you know, make the final roster and that the Panthers, you know, talked about the possibility of them keeping all four backs that were around, plus, of course, Alex Arma. But uh, I guess in the end, it just ended up being a numbers game for him. Uh, But as we'll get into later, of course, he did eventually come back onto the practice squad, as we'll see, obviously, with a number of these cuts, as um, there really weren't a lot of waiver claims. So basically, uh, so kind of foreshadowing here, obviously, as you guys have seen some of the names, I'm sure, but especially with a lot of teams, but certainly with the Panthers, uh, a lot of the players that I'm going to list off here from the initial cuts did make their way back on to the practice squad again, especially with this year, you're allowed to have 16 players on the practice squad, which is up, of course, from what was originally going to be 12 players on the practice squad. But Reggie Bonifin was among one of the cuts on Saturday. And a couple other interesting names on here that we kind of talked about as possibilities to crack, uh, to crack the roster. Ishmael Hyman uh, was one of the more intriguing names. Again, we we talked about him. He had a, a really good camp. Uh, you know, was battling for one of the last wide receiver spots, but he wound up getting cut, but would eventually come back to the practice squad. So they were able to to keep him. Uh, Natrell Jamerson uh, had a nice special teams role last year, uh, but eventually, you know, I guess again with the just a lot of the the new faces here, kind of kind of ended up being a, a numbers game for him. 
but he also is coming back on the practice squad. Um, but there were certainly a bunch of names here that uh, the Panthers, of course, had just picked up uh, within the last couple of weeks. Jalen Jelks was one of those names. Of course, he uh, uh, the Panthers just picked him up a couple weeks ago, cut uh, tight end Andrew Volert uh, to make room for Jalen Jelks, uh, the former Oregon D-end, of course, and uh, spent last season with Dallas Cowboys. Panthers claimed him off waivers, but he ended up among the final cuts. So uh, kind of interesting there, but again, he was... You know, obviously banged up, not just uh, with the Cowboys, but uh, during his time in Oregon. So he just ended up uh, not making the cut, didn't make, uh, didn't get enough work, I guess, in to, to make a move. Uh, but a bunch of the other names, um, you know, obviously not too surprising. These were guys that, uh, you know, we thought maybe could push for one of the final spots. But, uh, again, it just ended up kind of being a, a numbers game. But, again, a lot of these guys, fortunately did land on the practice squad. Um, but the other name that we kind of were going back and forth uh, as far as, you know, will he or won't he be on the active roster? And that, of course, was at the kicker position. What would the Panthers do? Uh, but it did turn out that Kyer Vedvik was among the players waived on Saturday, but they were able to get him back onto the practice squad. So at least the Panthers will still be able to have some kicking and punting competition. You know, he'll be able to, you know, Vedvik will still be able to work with Joey Sly and Joseph Charlton, but obviously that means those two, as, you know, was kind of expected, uh, those two do wind up winning the the two uh, specialist jobs uh, in kicking and punting, respectively. Um, so the full list, I'll just run through real quick now, the full list of players that were waived, and then there were two players that were released because, of course, they you know, were vested veterans, so they didn't have to be subject to waivers. But the players that were waived on Saturday, defensive tackle Miles Adams, defensive back Quinn Blanding, running back Reggie Bonifin, offensive tackle Brandon Bowen, defensive tackle Woodrow Hamilton, defensive tackle Bruce Hector, offensive guard Mike Horton, defensive back Jamison Houston, wide receiver Ishmael Hyman, defensive back... Natrol Jamerson, defensive end Jalen Jelks, linebacker Jordan Kunizic, defensive end Austin Larkin, wide receiver Marquen Michelle, of course the brother of Sony Michelle, offensive tackle Aaron Montiero, or Montario, linebacker James Onwalu, of course the guy they just signed a few days ago, and it was going to be tough, you know, certainly for Onwalu. It didn't have a lot of time to uh, to really make an impression on the Panthers. They just signed him earlier in the week. Linebacker Chris Orr, wide receiver Cam Phillips, tight end Giovanni Ricci, wide receiver Daryl Stewart, center Sam Tecklenburg, tight end Colin Thompson, and kicker slash punter Kyer Vedvik. And then the two players that were released were defensive back TJ Green, of course the former second round pick that was trying to stick with the Panthers but fell short in the uh, the the cornerback situation or the cornerback battle. And then tied in to Mark Hemingway. So that was one of the more interesting notes, too, uh, with the Panthers' initial cuts, is that they only stayed, uh, at least for the time being, with just the two tight ends in Ian Thomas and Chris Manhurts. And, uh, and you know, we kind of talked about that on Friday, too, because those names uh, had already popped up by the time we had, uh, we had gotten on here and talked on Saturday. But they only have two tight ends, and as of now, 
Um, and keep in mind, of course, I am recording this Sunday night. So, you know, if something does happen, say, early Monday morning, you know, you guys will see it. But I'm recording this on Sunday night. But as of now, they have not added uh, another tight end, at least in terms of the the active roster. Obviously, they brought a couple of these guys back to the practice squad. But still, right now, only two tight ends on the uh, the initial, or at least the active roster. So... That's those are the initial cuts. So that leads us now to the uh, the 53 man roster, at least the initial 53 man roster. We'll of course again get into the the waiver claims that they made and uh, a couple other moves that they made on Sunday uh, to keep filling out uh, the 53 man roster. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, I want to give a shout out, of course, to our friends over at NFL Game Pass. You know him, you love him. It's um, and of course, it's that time of year. NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the games in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all, in, it's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place that you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players. With over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes, go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best, from players like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films Archive. So go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And that's right. We never stop here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. I've got my game pass uh, my game pass set. I hope you guys do too so you can catch these games as many times as you want over the course of the season. If you guys haven't had NFL Game Pass, uh, I highly encourage you at least give it the free trial uh, and see everything that it offers. Um, it, of course, has all the games at the, the tips of your fingertips, you know, you know, right at your fingertips. And then again, NFL film set, uh, that game pass film sessions, which is incredible stuff. You know, they bring in, it's, uh, it's Ron Jaworski and Brian Baldinger. They bring in a bunch of different players and just talk about the game. It's a lot of exciting stuff. So I would definitely, uh, encourage it. Um, but as we jump back in, like I said, we're going to take a look now at the initial, 53-man roster from the Panthers. This is uh, what the roster looked like on uh, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. So I'll just run through the positions and see where the Panthers stood on Saturday. Again, um, you know, so we'll start with the quarterbacks. So, excuse me. So we'll start with the quarterbacks. Uh, no surprise, the Panthers did, of course, 
uh, to keep three quarterbacks. They did keep all three quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater, Will Greer, and P.J. Walker. The big question, of course, is who is going to be the backup, and that is going to be a competition that sounds like it is going to go into the regular season and could actually change, as Matt Rule even said earlier in the week, this is something that could change week to week, depending on if both Greer and Walker are on the active roster. Because, again, you are still going to have the uh, the inactives for this season. And, again, you know, just a quick reminder of the rules. Previously, it was a, a 46-man active roster on Sundays. Now it can be a 48-man active roster. And, of course, the whole uh, going from 53 to 55 players on the active roster, that is where you can pull up two uh, two players from your practice squad and kind of declare them eligible for the active roster for that for that week's game, you know, as essentially two extra players, and then you can drop them back down to the practice squad after the game and not have to worry about them clearing waivers. Now, you can only do this twice per player. So you can't, like, for example, if the Panthers, say, with Reggie Bonifant, they can't call him up to the practice or to the active roster for game day, drop him to the practice squad, and keep going like that for every single week. It's only uh, two times uh, per player. That you can that you can do this with between calling them up from the practice squad to the active roster for game day to make it 55 players, and then the 48 48 man active roster for game or uh, the 48 48 man game day roster uh, for each team. You can do that, but one of those extra two players has to be an eighth offensive lineman or an extra offensive lineman. So usually teams are carrying. You know, might carry seven offensive linemen uh, on their game day roster like in the past. Now they can go to 48 players total, but that would mean they would have an eighth offensive lineman. But the Panthers certainly have uh, some players at that offensive line position, especially after the waiver move that they made. So they have some guys that they can call up if they want to do that. So those are just kind of the quick rules between like the active and the game day roster. Uh, but again, so three quarterbacks on the active roster, uh, but it is certainly possible that they will only have two on the game day roster, whether it's Greer or Walker going to be on the inactive list. So it ends up being three running backs then on the roster. Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis, and Trenton Cannon. Mike Davis had a strong camp, worked his way into the number two role behind Christian McCaffrey, and then Trenton Cannon uh, carved out a very nice role on special teams for himself. So he earned the third running back role, and you never know, maybe they sprinkle him in in the offense as well. He's shown he can run the ball, uh, but he's going to be one of the uh, core special teamers on this team. Alex Arma just continues to roll with the Panthers. Uh, Even with the new coaching staff, Arma just obviously has that versatility. You know, he can play fullback, he can play H-back, and obviously this new, even with the new coaching staff, they still like him. So Arma will be entering his fourth season now with the Panthers after being a sixth-round pick out of West Georgia. Wide receivers, the Panthers initially kept seven, and that's because Keith Kirkwood was one of the seven, which tells me that they will probably play. I don't think they have officially yet, um, but chances are the Panthers will probably put Keith Kirkwood on the short-term IR 
since he was on the active roster. So similar to what the Cowboys did, for example, with Lael Collins. He's on the short-term IR, and that's only three weeks. Again, these are new rules because of uh, COVID-19. So Keith Kirkwood made the initial roster. Obviously, as we said, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, Farrell Cooper were set. Seth Roberts made the, the initial roster as well, despite those kind of trade rumors that were kind of floating around over the weekend. But he gets in as number five, and then Brandon Zilstra did make the roster at number six. And when we talked on Saturday about some of the cuts that were already made, we kind of figured that Zilstra had earned a roster spot because we figured the Panthers would keep at least six wide receivers. And then, again, as it turned out, they went with seven initially. And, you know, Zilstra earned his spot. We talked about all the glowing reports that he had uh, throughout training camp, especially at the scrimmage. Um he had the big game week 17. Like I said, the mo- that momentum carried over into training camp. So he definitely earned his spot, uh, can play on offense a little bit, and then certainly helps, like I said, in the return game. He can help uh, return kicks and punts along with Farrell Cooper. So congrats to Zilstra. And then again, Keith Kirkwood made the initial roster, uh, but he's still going to be sidelined a few more weeks. So again, likely he is going to end up on the short-term injured reserve list because now at least – If he's placed on IR, he's not done for the year because he made the initial 53. So that move should be coming soon. Uh, They just haven't officially made it yet. Tight ends, as we talked about, only two on the initial roster. Ian Thomas, Chris Manhurt. So we thought they would make some kind of move on Sunday regarding the tight end position. The only ones they've made at this point were uh, bringing a couple of their uh, – previous tight ends back onto the practice squad, but they still only have the two on the initial roster. And then nine offensive linemen, Russell Okung, Dennis Daly, Matt Paradis, John Miller, Taylor Moten, and you figure that's going to be your starting starting line left to right. And then Greg Little, Matt Kasky, Michael Schofield, and Tyler Larson as the depth behind him. Now, as we already know, you guys I'm sure, sure have seen the news. Uh, those names are obviously going to change. And that, of course, was Matt Kasky. So we'll get into that a bit. But Greg Little, obviously going to be the direct backup at tight end. Michael Schofield can play guard or tackle. So he'll back up pretty much all the guys. Probably more likely on the left side. So he'll probably be the direct t- backups to either John Miller or Taylor Moten. And then Tyler Larson, of course, the direct backup at center to Matt Paradis. And then, of course, Chris Reed was still on the COVID reserve list. Um, but again, you know, Michael uh, Derek Thomas, of course, was on COVID-19 reserve list as well, but he was already placed on IR, so his season's already over. But Chris Reed on the, res- the COVID reserve list, uh, but of course does not count yet on the initial 53-man roster. Once he comes off that list, then the move is going to have to be made. But for now... So I guess technically you could say 10. 9 on the the active roster plus Chris Reed. So that's the offensive side. Uh, and then we'll get into the defensive side of the ball. But uh, real quick, uh, shout out, of course, to our friends over at BuiltBar.com, which is even delicious-er than their previous incarnation, including six brand-new flavors for one of the best-tasting protein bars on the market caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cake carrot cake apple almond crisp and and just great flavors i think 
think I was almost going, uh, getting a little ahead of myself there. Uh, but those six flavors, and of course, 12 original flavors, coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. All great flavors, all bars covered in 100% chocolate, all bars soft and easy to chew. And the bars are healthy, as they are great for the health-conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while still uh, still indulging in the delicious treat. And they're great with uh, low-calorie, low-sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. And they're great if you're on a keto diet. But again, don't just take my word for it. Use our promo code LOCKEDON. Try it for yourself. Get $10 off your next order when you do use the promo code locked on so builtbar.com promo code locked on gets you ten dollars off your next order is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And so as we jump back in, we'll talk about the rest now of the initial 53-man roster and then get into the Sunday moves that they made. So on defense, uh, nine initial players on the defensive line. Kwan Short, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Yitor Gross Matos, Stephen Weatherly, F.A. Obada, Zach Kerr, Bravion Roy, and Marquise Haynes. As the Panthers, of course, switch into a 4-3, so Short and Brown obviously are going to be up front. Roy will be Roy and uh, Zach Kerr will be their backups, and then you've got the uh, the rotation of uh, Burns, Gross Matos, uh, Weatherly. And uh, Marquise Haynes should be mixed in there as well. Notice I didn't say F.A. Obada because we're getting there. Linebackers, six of them. Tyre Whitehead, Shaq Thompson, Adarius Taylor, Julian Stanford, Jermaine Carter, Sam Franklin. Uh, so Sam Franklin, as, we go, as we're going through these positions here, Franklin is the first name that we pop up with among the undrafted rookies that made the initial... 53-man roster. Uh, we know Tyre Whitehead is going to try to do his damnedest <laughs> to fill Luke Keekly's shoes at middle linebacker, but he's going to be at the mic, and then, of course, we know Shaq and Jermaine Carter uh, should be on the outside. Uh, Julian Stanford, uh, the veteran that they just signed, he made the roster, and Darius Taylor, of course, in his second stint now uh, with the Panthers. And then 10 defensive backs, Trey Boston, Dante Jackson, Justin Burris, Troy Pride Jr., Jeremy Chin, Eli Apple, Corn Elder, Kenny Robinson, Stanley Thomas Oliver III, and Miles Hartsfield. So another undrafted rookie in that list, and that, of course, is Hartsfield. Um, but other than that, really no surprises. You know, nice to see Corn Elder crack the, the, the spot, or get there is what excuse me uh crack the cornerback kind of rotation i guess we'll say uh after kind of falling short last year uh but you know nice for hartsfield you know he had a, a really good training camp and um he has some 
some really good versatility because they'd actually been running him at safety and running back. So it's almost like the Panthers still have a, a fourth running back. So it should be interesting what they do there. Um, but the question now, of course, is who's going to start opposite Dante Jackson at cornerback for week one. They haven't uh, initially said anything yet. We'll probably find out maybe sometime this week or maybe this weekend. Uh, but those are the 10 DBs that initially made it. And then, of course, your three specialists, Joey Sly, Joseph Charlton, and long snapper J.J. Jansen, now in his 12th season. And, of course, the longest tenured uh, Panthers player and eventually will make his way eventually will make his way into uh, second all-time on the Panthers' games list. So that was the initial 53-man roster. Then, of course, you get to Sunday, where you started with the waiver claims. And the Panthers actually claimed three players, uh, tied for the most uh, waiver claims on Sunday. And two of those claims actually are... Former Philadelphia Eagles, one being a former third-round pick that never really panned out for the Eagles. At the, well, he, he kind of did, but he kind of slipped up a little bit. Uh, but still has, a, uh, still has some talent and a little bit of potential, so I'm really intrigued what the Panthers will do with him. And that's Razul Douglas, former third-round pick out of West Virginia, uh, claimed off waivers from the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles, of course, had moved him around a little bit. Uh, he mostly plays safety, but can play you know, at the corner a little bit, can play a little bit inside, a little bit outside. So uh, really intrigued to see what the Panthers do there with uh, Rasul Douglas. And then they added to their defensive line rotation, or their defensive end rotation with another former Eagle in Sharif Miller. Uh, really didn't really didn't see the field much, though, with the Eagles. He was drafted in the fourth round last year by Philadelphia and only appeared in one game. Uh, for the Eagles, and had two special team snaps in their Week 8 win over Buffalo. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with Miller. And then offensive tackle Trent Scott, who reunites with offensive line coach Pat Meyer, as Scott was with the Chargers for the last two seasons, uh, but was among the way, uh, the initial wave of or the among the final cuts, I should say, with the Chargers. Um, and, in fact, he replaced Russell Okung at left tackle uh, when Okung missed the first seven games of last season and made nine total starts. So some more depth there for the Panthers. And this is why I said in the past, when we talked about the offensive tackle, I said about Matt Caskey. He was one of the cuts, as was F.A. Obata. And in a bit of a surprising move, Kenny Robinson was among the cuts that the Panthers made in these waiver claims, which I was pretty surprised. I mean, listen, I had raved a bit about Kenny Robinson. We talked about his his ball skills coming out of West Virginia and coming out of the XFL. Um, I thought he had a chance to stick here. Um, but, you know, they could still... You know, the hope at this point is that he clears waivers and they can get him back on the practice squad, which is certainly very possible. Um, and we'll get into that in a minute. Is they actually haven't filled out the entire practice squad yet. There are still spots open, at least again at the time of this recording on Sunday night. So hopefully they can get Kenny Robinson back because he's a good safety. Um, you know, because it certainly would be tough to throw in the towel already on a, a fifth-round rookie, especially 
a young team like this. Uh, but FA Obata too, you know, kind of it, it it sucks. I mean Obata, you know, he, we know he fought hard. It, it was fun to watch him over the last couple of seasons. Hopefully they can get him back on the uh, the practice squad as well. Which uh, actually I believe they already did, uh, if I remember correctly. Robinson I don't think has uh, gotten in yet. Um, but FA Obata I believe. Might have been at least um, at least earlier Sunday when the Panthers uh, made their initial practice squad additions uh, official. We'll just and then we'll just run through them quick now. It was Miles Adams, Woodrow Hamilton, Bruce Hector, Mike Horton, Ishmael Hyman, Austin Larkin, Marcan Michelle, Chris Orr, Giovanni Ricci, Sam Tecklenburg, Kyer Vedvik, and then practice squad veteran exception. Uh, Reggie Bonifin and Natrell Jamerson. Uh, that list, uh, that list is your list of up to six players that can be veterans that have no restrictions on service time. We know one team that's certainly taken advantage of that, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles putting Josh McCown on their practice squad. So that's the new rule this year: uh, six players on the practice squad can be veterans with no restrictions on service time. So again, the Panthers so far on, uh, among those six players, Bonifant and Natrell Jamerson. So again, all these players um, initially made it to, uh, or, you know, obviously spent through, obviously spent all the camp with, uh, with the Panthers. Um, they've been feeling around other players. There's uh, one name that uh, potentially, uh, has been reported to be joining the Panthers practice squad, but obviously can't be official because he still has to come over and, of course, uh, you know, get his COVID testing and all that. But but that is Clay Johnston, uh, the former linebacker and seventh-round pick from the Los Angeles Rams, who brings in a nice fit to the uh to the Panthers. Um Johnston was a uh well obviously we know now he uh has a lot of connections to uh the Panthers in terms of he played at Baylor, so he played under Matt Rule and some of the other coaches that are here as well as his father is the head of the strength and conditioning program for the Carolina Panthers. So a lot of connections there. Um he kind of thought from some of the things I've read, he likely thought he was going to land on the Rams practice squad, but ended up getting the offer from the Panthers. And it seems like to him, it just made a ton of sense, a ton of sense for him to join the Panthers, join his former, uh, his college coach and now NFL coach reunite with a bunch of his other college coaches. And uh, obviously a couple other players, that went to Baylor, like Bravion Roy, like Tecklenburg, and a couple of others. So uh, good to see. And from people I've talked to, he was um, a really good player at Baylor. Just injury problems really kind of derailed his career. Um, but he's a hell of a kid. He's a really good kid, really great character. Uh, so excited to see what he can bring to the table. Again, that wasn't initially announced yet because, again, he still has to do kind of his uh, his COVID stuff and all that. He's coming over from L.A. So all these players that they officially announced, they easily could because they were already uh, in Carolina, already 
already going through. But again, F.A. Obata, um, so not officially on the practice squad. Hopefully he can get there, um, but we'll see. As the Panthers have uh, officially have three open spots on the practice squad. But again, at this point, it sounds like uh, Clay Johnston, formerly of the Rams, will occupy one of those three spots. Uh, so we'll see what the other two are. But F.A. Obata, you know, again, it was it was fun to watch him over the last couple of years. He obviously worked very hard uh, first starting with the uh, uh, being on the Panthers practice squad as a member of the International Player Pathway Program. And then, of course, working his way onto the active roster. Had that really great game. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it was week three last year where he had a sack and, uh, and an interception. He just had a, a tremendous game. Uh, so, you know, if he doesn't come back, I'm sure he'll latch on somewhere else and he's going to make another team very happy. But uh, so, again, the initial waiver claims on Sunday, Razul Douglas and Sharif Miller, they claimed off waivers from the Eagles. And then Trent Scott, the offensive tackle, they claimed off waivers from the Chargers. And in corresponding moves, Kenny Robinson, F.A. Obada and Matt Kasky were all waived. And then the 13 players so far that they have initially added to their practice squad, Miles Adams, Woodrow Hamilton, Bruce Hector, Mike Horton, Ishmael Hyman, Austin Larkin, Marcan Michelle, Chris Orr, Giovanni Ricci, Sam Tecklenburg, Kyer Vedvik, Reggie Bonifin, and Natrell Jamerson. And that's where the Panthers stand as of now with the 53-man roster. So it's all about getting ready now for the Las Vegas Raiders, and I'm uh, really excited to dig into that, excited to talk to our boy Q later in the week uh, to start diving into the to the Raiders here. So it's going to be a fun time. So I uh, hope you guys are just as ready as I am uh, for another great season of Panthers football. It's going to be a fun ride. Uh, but I think this is a good spot to wrap it up here. As always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Really, really love the support. Uh, thank you guys for making me a part of your Monday. Hope you guys have a great Labor Day. And we'll see you next time right here on the Locked on Panthers podcast. Until next time, take care, my friends. We'll see you soon. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.